This episode of Filling in the Gap is the 273rd episode of 200 on private equity. And here we're going to pick up uh, where we left off uh, in this section of the podcast that covers using client funds for research services when the cost of the services are higher uh, than the lowest competitively available uh, commission rate, right? And uh, that begs the question, uh, well, what counts as research? And uh, in a previous episode of the podcast, uh, it was established that the uh, section to look through there was Section 28E of the 1934 Exchange Act, right? So that defines what uh, eligible research is. And uh, one uh, of the provisions in that section uh, includes newspapers and trade journals, right? But uh, what is the definition uh, of a covered uh, newspaper or trade journal, right? And that's where we're going to pick up uh, with right here, right? So a newspaper or trade journal uh, is covered and mass-marketed if it is circulated to a wide audience, uh, has a low cost, or is intended for and marketed to the public rather than a small or specialized uh, readership. Uh, pre-made and post-trade analytics or software uh, that depends on market information to generate uh, market uh, research is covered uh, under Section 28E3. Uh, What else is covered? Well, uh, research on uh, optimal execution venues and trading strategies. uh, That's covered. Uh, More than that, uh, advice from uh, broker-dealers on order execution, uh, execution strategies, uh, market uh, sentiment, and uh, buy or sell availability is covered, uh, and uh, market data uh, on, market data that includes uh, stock quotes, last sale prices, and trading volumes. That also constitutes research under Section 28. Uh, E3. Uh, On the other hand, uh, brokerage services, uh, what does that include? Well, that includes uh, uh, those products and services that relate uh, to the execution of the trade uh, from the point at which the money manager communicates with the broker-dealer to transmit an execution order uh, to the point uh, at which funds or securities are delivered uh, or uh, credited uh, to the advised account. Uh, so the definition of brokerage services, uh, that, that also includes a bit more, right? So what, what else does it include? Well, it includes uh, acts that require the performance of functions incidental to a transaction, as well as uh, acts that require the performance of functions required by uh, rules or regulations in connection with a transaction, such as uh, the... Uh, use of trading software that is used to route uh, orders to market centers, right? Uh, What else is included within the definition of brokerage services? Well, the use of software that provides uh, algorithmic trading strategies, right? That's included. Uh, The definition of brokerage services also includes uh, the use of software to transmit orders to direct market access systems, right? Uh, The broad term brokerage services uh, includes Uh, communication services uh, related to the execution, clearing, and settlement of securities transactions, uh, and uh, 
Brokerage services, uh, as we are discussing them here, includes communication services related to the execution, clearing, and settlement of uh, securities transactions. Uh, so there's a bit more here, right? So brokerage services, uh, that term includes post-trade matching information. Uh, it also includes uh, messaging exchanges among broker-dealers, custodians, and institutions related to the trade. Uh, it includes routing settlement instructions to custodian banks and broker-dealer clearing agents. And uh, the term brokerage services also includes a short-term uh, uh, custody related to affecting particular transactions in relation to clearance and trade settlements, right? Uh, the analysis is a bit more complex for uh, mixed-use items, right, such as trade analytic analytical software, uh, order management systems, and proxy services that are obtained using client commissions uh, that serve uh, both investment decision-making purposes uh, and administrative purposes, right? And bef I, before going into uh, that... Uh, rabbit hole. I see that my five-minute time period has expired, and that concludes this 273rd episode of 200 on private equity, not, of course, ruling at the possibility of yet more bonus sessions.